Hey, hey, welcome to Beyond the Couch. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a coffee-obsessed, licensed psychologist and coach. In this podcast, we take conversations beyond the couch of a therapy room to explore all things high performance, personal growth, and mental health. And we do it all without the psychobabble. An important note, while I am a psychologist and we do talk about mental health here, this show is not mental health treatment and it's not intended as a substitute for mental health treatment. You'll find resources for how to find a therapist and crisis numbers in the show notes should you need them. All right, let's get into it. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Couch. I am, as always, excited to be here. It feels like so much time and yet so little time has passed since last week's episode. I don't know. Life is really exciting right now. It's really exciting. I've been sharing with some friends that recently in my daily reflections, um, I think I've shared before my journaling practice is to each morning reflect back on the day before and write down a gratitude or a happy, positive moment that happened from the day before. And this month I'm recognizing how much I'm writing down relational pieces, um, building new relationships, cultivating older relationships, and simply peopling more. <laughs> I don't know if that's even how we say it, but that's that's where we're at. Recognizing the power of people in my life recently and how much I've missed it how much I have um, been in some of my own my own space in my own head for a really long time. And it feels so good to be with others, even like pers- physically, right? In, in relation, um, spending time with people, going places together, going over to others' homes, um, but also virtually. And this today's episode is really prompted by this incredible virtual community that I'm a part of through fitness. And it's, it's a new, it's a newer crew. Um, so a couple of my friends who were at 29029 last year, the endurance mountain, um, extravaganza that we did in July. No, I'm sorry. July is this year. It was August last year. Um, have been posting a daily move and they've been doing it for a while now. And I got tagged a couple of weeks ago to join in the fun. And we're starting into week four, um, this week, I have to start doing pushups today. I'm recording this on Sunday pushups this week and pushups. Let me tell you, they are not my favorite. I have wrist injuries from sports, Uh, I was a goalkeeper for a really long time. So taking all of the impact on my wrists um, has has done a number on me. And so I actually was medically uh, was not cleared medically to do pushups for a while back in college. And so I still have some some difficulties like sustaining long movements, um, like planks and pushups and things like that, that put a good deal of pressure on my wrists. But anyhow, we're not here to talk about my, (laughs) my injuries. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about, um, 
let me pull my thoughts together because I'm starting to tell you about these folks and also this insight that I had when I was exercising the other day. Um, There's so much incredible connection and community within this, this small crew. And we're talking like putting an Instagram story up and tagging a handful of people, but then the reposts and the shares and the encouragement, the community, the accountability that comes, right? This isn't a group of perfectionists. This isn't a group of individuals who are hounding you if you don't get a move in or judging you for making a modification. We're celebrating consistency. We're celebrating showing up even when we don't want to and reminding ourselves that we can, right? Our bodies get to move in these ways and honoring the the comeback say from an illness if you know if somebody lost a couple of days from illness or just simply didn't get a move in we're doubling up we're showing up consistently um, for ourselves but also for for each other and it's been just these subtle mindset shifts that I'm noticing in myself and the joy on people's faces in their videos and their posts after completing their moves. <laughs> Inevitably, one of us hates the move that we're doing that week and we are grumbling together. And it's just really funny because we're grumbling, but we're also encouraging. And that's part of what I want to talk about today is feeling the strength, but also feeling the struggle. And I had this this insight when I was exercising probably last week. I don't even remember. Um, where it wasn't necessarily the daily move, but the fitness program that I'm working through and realizing that a move that I had done two weeks ago that I honestly couldn't complete. I couldn't finish the move because of a little bit of soreness in my shoulder, but also the strength wasn't there yet. And coming into the move again, two weeks later and being like, what the actual F this is, I don't want to do this move. This is always such a struggle. Like, I won't lie to you. I will often get in tears on this move because it is a move that I want to be able to perform with ease and somewhat flawlessly. It's kind of a beautiful, a beautiful movement. Um, and when the body can flow through it, it. Ah, I don't know. It's just so powerful. It's so powerful. And I had this moment in the workout in week three where I completed like three of these movements and we were doing sets of six and I was still struggling while also feeling some of the new strength. Like this pain in my shoulder wasn't there anymore. My posture was stronger and taller, which opened up space for my body to move the way it needed to move to complete this exercise. And it just made me think about how our life is full of these conflicting moments, these times where we feel such strength, but are also struggling in some ways the moments where we're holding profound grief, but are reminded of something or have an interaction 
that's full of life and joy and excitement, right? We are constantly navigating holding of both that are, you know, seeming opposites, but also the full spectrum of the experience in between. And, you know, I'm, I'm noticing that more so folks are like, I just want to be happy. Like we're running from the struggle because it hurts, right? And it's uncomfy. However, there's so much to learn from the struggles, from the hard moments, and so much to honor and experience when we can allow both the good and the bad to exist together, right? And and so this this makes me think about being fully present where we are in the moment, in the season, truly honoring where we are. I feel like we're we're often five steps ahead, you know, or wanting things so quickly when if we can slow down and hold hold those dichotomies, allow ourselves to see where we are, to name and acknowledge what the season is that we're in, there's so much to discover there. So much, right? If we allow ourselves and lean into this confusing, conflicting, rich emotional experience that could seem hella overwhelming, right? <laughs> Let, let's not ignore that, right? It can, it can be so overwhelming. And I think that's why we tend to run from it or distract from it or hide is because that overwhelm initially can feel like a freaking tsunami of emotions, Yet if we can if we can slow down and get quiet there's so much that we can discover. I'm reading um Untamed by Glennon Doyle. If you've listened to some past episodes, you know that I I started reading this book um when it initially came out and there was a lot in it that was rubbing up against some of the challenges that I was experiencing um internally and I had to put it down. And this is a beautiful season for me to be picking it back up in because I'm, I'm open differently. Um, there's a strong relational theme throughout the book and I'm in a space now, as I said earlier in this episode, where relationally I'm in a much different place. I'm, I'm open. I'm open to receiving while also navigating some of the pain and struggles that I, um, I'm working through right now and coming face to face with um, some pains, with some patterns of behavior, some patterns of beliefs relationally that are showing up. So again, right, that that strength and that struggle, that joy and the pain existing together. But anyhow, in in Untamed, Glennon's talking about this idea of the knowing. And she talks about the quiet and the stillness and that getting back in touch with ourselves to truly know what it is that we want 
versus looking at what's being uh, demanded of us from society, from the outside, anything other than the truth of what's in our core. And uh, this is, you know, this is just going along so well with this idea of, of being present where we are, right? Honoring that season, holding both the strength and the struggle. Because when we can create space for all of that to exist, we have to be in that still. We have to be in that quiet and get really curious about what's there. And it takes time, this this knowing that she talks about, right? This inner sense of self takes a lot of time to cultivate, especially if we've been in a place of um, distraction, of avoidance, of not honoring the truth of our emotional experience, of our lived experience shit. So I I want to offer you this a couple of steps to to get into that stillness, right? To tap into that knowing, to allow space for these conflicting experiences to exist in a in a purposeful way, in a way of getting to know ourselves, right? That knowing is about knowing who we are um, on those deeper levels. So obviously we're fans of journaling around here. So anytime these questions are posed, that next step of, of digging in to the journal, digging into the questions with your journal is a beautiful practice. So I would... I would invite the first, let me step up, step back and not go right into this first prompt. Honor, honor yourself and do what you can to cultivate a space that allows you to get in touch with yourself and with this knowing. And and by that, I mean, find a, a quiet space, a safe space, a comfortable space, a cozy space. Maybe you have a chair or a couch. Maybe it's your bed, a space in your office that is yours, that feels safe and sacred. Is there a candle or a scent that you can bring into the space? What's the lighting like? Do you put some music on in the background? Um, If you are a Spotify person, I have been listening to the playlist Strong Meditation. I've been listening to that a lot and it's incredible what those beats and um, rhythms and that music pull out. Um, Honestly, I've been using it with teams as I've had them do some journaling practices. There's something about the music on that list that ah, like literally it feels like it's digging in and pulling out what needs to come forth. So set this stage, set this space. This isn't going to be something where you immediately like get quiet, tap in, ask these questions of yourselves. And then, you know, okay, we, this is a practice. It's a cultivation and then a honoring and a nurturing, nurturing. That's the word I was looking for. This is ongoing. It's not a one and done. So create that space, give yourself time. Again, five minutes, isn't going to cut it. We need to again, honor, honor the season, honor ourselves, honor our experience in really honing in. Okay, so set that stage. 
And then a first step. And if you've been here a while, you know that oftentimes we start with grounding in the body. So do a scan. What are you feeling in your body? Where are these emotions showing up? How are the conflicting emotions showing up? Maybe you're sitting down with a particular question or thought that has come up that you are looking for your inner guidance around, right? Ask that question and then locate what's going on in your body. Get in, get curious, journal it out, describe it in as much detail as possible. If you were trying to describe it to someone else so that they could feel it as well, get in. There's no detail that is too small or insignificant. Okay. It all matters. So get in, what does it feel like in your body? And then what are the mind messages that are coming up, right? That yes, I'm taking you back to your head because it's important for us to know that difference between when our mind's talking and when our soul and our heart and our knowing is talking. Okay. I'm going to use knowing heart and soul sort of interchangeably that grounding in the body. So I I do want you to be in your body, but then also come back up to your head. What are the messages that are happening in your mind? And maybe you ask yourself, are those mine? Are Are those things that I'm saying? Or where are these messages coming from? Oftentimes it's that external force that's telling you to be or show up or think a certain way. So we need to check and see where is that coming from? So what are those mind messages? And then what are those heart and soul messages grounding back in the body? So maybe you come back in and you tap in to that physical felt experience and ask yourself, what is my heart and my soul telling me? And chances are you're going to start to feel that tension between the mind, right? You might start to feel the yeah, buts or the what ifs, right? That's telling you, hey, we're going back up in the mind. When we get down into that grounded heart and soul, knowing those messages, there is no arguing because it's just you and your voice and the knowing and the truth. Okay. Your heart, your heart is not going to yeah, but you, your heart is not going to say, well, you remember this, your heart is going to be still grounded clear. It might be a whisper. Okay. It might be a whisper right now, but it's going to be there. Okay. So what does it feel like in your body? What are the mind messages? What are the heart and soul messages? And then ask yourself, what is being or trying to be communicated to you from yourself in this moment? In this moment, whether you're just getting in and trying to connect, whether you're asking a specific question, what is it? And I want you to grab it and hold that feeling, hold that message. What does your body feel like when that message comes in, even if it's brief? And journal the shit out of that. Okay, that is what we want to start to truly listen for, to feel to allow, to take up more space. That is what we have been taught to ignore. And as we think about cultivating this victor's mindset that we've been talking about, the knowing is part of that. 
because the victors know that deep truth, that deep understanding. That's what drives us. That's what helps us persist in the face of fear, in the face of opposition, helps us overcome barriers, helps us be triumphant over barriers, right? All of these pieces have purpose, but we are living in a world that is training us to ignore it. It is literally, we are literally being raised to pay attention to the influence of others, to the influence of companies and corporations, and to believe the messages that they are telling us are greater than the messages within ourselves. We got to stop it. We got to get back to us, to the truth of what's inside, to the place where we're honoring the strength and the struggle. Because that is our truth. That's our existence. And that's where the growth comes in. It's constant, right? This evolution, this growing, this curiosity, this space of that victor's mindset, how we embody it, how we bring it into every part of us that experience growth, expansion happens instantaneously together when we cultivate it. It's not like phase one, phase two, phase three. It may feel like that initially if this is new for you. And that's okay. Sometimes sometimes we do have to break it out and get a bit more intentional. But as we build this practice, as that knowing becomes stronger, this will become secondhand. This will be second nature. It is just part of who we are and how we are great. I'll leave you with a couple words I wrote as I was um, outlining this episode. And it just says growth, not running, leaning in, not ignoring, exploring, not shaming, understanding, movement towards the true you. My friend, I hope this encourages you. I hope that these steps And these questions for sinking into, getting still, and tapping into that knowing truly serve you. Remember, the process is what matters. The action in cultivating this victor's mindset to doing the practices, that's what matters. If you just listen to this episode and move on with your day and you don't put anything into practice, you don't pause and contemplate deeper, all you're doing is consuming information that's going in to this overwhelmed and overflowed existence that we're all living. We have got to start drowning out the noise. We have got to get intentional, slow down and tap in. There is truth and greatness inside of you. And I truly believe that when we slow down and we tap in and we get connected and start making movements in alignment with our highest selves, we will change the world. And I want to change the world with you. All right, friend, I love you. Thanks for being here. And we'll talk soon. Go be great. 
Thank you so much for listening in today. Will you do me a favor to help spread the word about the podcast? Take a quick screenshot of the episode and drop it in your Instagram story, sharing one of your biggest takeaways from today. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon.